Welcome to the Get a Job, Here's How podcast, the practical how-to guide for women returning to the workforce, recent grads, and those looking to get the job of their dreams. Now, here's the founder of the Back to Business Women's Conference and your host, Katie Dunn. Welcome to the Get a Job, Here's How podcast. I'm Katie Dunn, founder and CEO of Back to Business and your host. Let's get started. I'm here today with my friend Ellen Dalbo to share tips on how and why to join a group if you're looking for a job. So Ellen and I have known each other forever. We both have four kids, including a set of twins for each of us, and we've both taken time out of our careers to be home with kids. Ellen has worked in advertising, pharmaceutical sales, and marketing. She's currently a travel consultant at Lazy Lizard Travel, which you can find online at lazylizardtravel.com. And if you are planning a trip, you need to call Ellen. So Ellen's also been involved in job search groups in various forms and is one of those people who knows everybody everywhere you go with Ellen. Right, Ellen? Don't you think that's true? I I do feel like I find somebody I know or some connection with somebody everywhere I go. Yes. Everywhere you go with Ellen, she sees people she knows. So she's a great person to attest to the power of the community, which is really what job search groups are. We're going to cover three main ideas here. The first one is how to find a local job search group. And we'll talk also a lot about the benefits of doing that. And secondly, we'll talk about how to join a LinkedIn group, why you should do that, how to find them, and importantly, how to participate once you have joined some of those groups. And finally, we'll talk about how to start your own group if you just can't find one locally. But I wanna start off with this piece of research that I found I thought was really interesting. It comes from a book called Team Up by Orville Pearson. And his research found that people who took part in what he called job search work teams got employed 20% faster than people who used what he called traditional methods. I think that really speaks to the power of almost crowdsourcing your job search a little bit, of involving other people. And that's really what job search groups do. Ellen, you want to jump in with some some of your thoughts around why it's good to join a job search group? Yeah, thanks, Katie. Networking, obviously, we all know is very key. And that's what this is all about, is finding connections to help you find that job. So one of the reasons that you want to join a networking group is to stay updated on the latest trends. The second reason that you might want to join a networking group is to see the jobs that are posted. A lot of times there's some kind of digital connection with this group. There's recruiters that come to the group and they will post jobs. And the third reason is to make connections with like-minded individuals. People who are job searching, they may not be interested in one job, but they might say, hey, you're perfect for that. There's many connections made that way. I feel like that's probably the biggest benefit of joining a networking or job search group. Ellen, what you mentioned about making connections and um, really sharing your contacts with other people in the group and hopefully they do the same for you. And then your network can just grow so quickly that way. There's also a a few other things that when you're part of a group, you're kind of held accountable. So you're meeting with people on a regular basis, and they're asking you questions. I'm part of a particular group of job seekers. And they're like, well, what have you done in your job search this week? You know, next week, come to us and list, you know, three things that you've done over the past week. 
and they kind of hold you accountable to your goals and push you along. When you're sitting by yourself behind a computer, you're not going to be doing that. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you're not so going to have true. anyone saying, what did you do this week? So it's easy to avoid the work when no one's holding you accountable. Right, right. Some extra incentive to get it done that week because you know you have to come to the group and yes. kind of fess up if you did it or not. So <laughs> um, I think the camaraderie also of just going through a transition with other people too is really important because I know when I was looking for my first job back to work after taking time off to be home with kids, I honestly felt like I was the only person who ever tried to do that. And on some level, I knew that wasn't true, but the loneliness of the job search is right. something that I think a job search group can help you mitigate. For me, starting a group like Back to Business, which was specifically for women going back to work, really helped me understand that I wasn't the only person who ever tried to do that. And I found that really kind of comforting and, and motivating. Yeah, it's amazing to be in a group and find all kinds of people who are going through exactly what you are. Another thing it does, Katie, is it helps you learn how to talk about yourself. It's really hard for us, especially women, to learn how to promote ourselves. Being able to connect with other people and talk about you know, your goals, what you've done in the past, what you're looking to do in the future. That whole tell me about yourself question that you get in an interview, where do you start? And it's something I had never thought about before I joined my first networking group and got a lot of help from the presenters and the women who were there in the conference. I think that's a really key point because a lot of these groups start off with those introductions and you have to tell your name and who you are and what your experience is and what you're looking for. And that is really great practice for interviewing and for meeting people in a professional setting. So I think one of the most really nerve wracking things right. that you have to do, but <laughs> it's great to do it in a relaxed setting first before you're actually interviewing for a job. And the only way to get better at that is to practice. And I think having the regularity of a job search group where you have to do that every time you meet is really, really good kind of setup for success in that interviewing scenario. Mm -hmm. I think you can also get a lot of great ideas about companies or jobs that maybe you didn't know exist. Oh. People there can kind of build on your ideas, maybe suggest new ideas. And it's even better if you have a diverse group of people with different skills and work experience in different industries, because that might be really eye-opening to you to kind of hear about things that you hadn't considered before. Yeah. And yeah, although you don't want to get carried away with, oh, that sounds interesting. That sounds interesting. That sounds interesting. <laughs> so you need to make sure you go into these groups with a purpose, you know, having at least an idea of where you want to go in the job search and kind of what industry you're looking for. Now, maybe you might hear something that's really interesting to you. It might take you to another level, but it's nice to go in being a little focused in what you're looking for. Good point. You can also, I think, learn from others' mistakes Oh, you know? yeah. And I feel like I share my job search mistakes often. It's things like applying to jobs a lot online because oh. it feels really safe. And you actually think at the end of the day you've accomplished something. But we kind of all know you're so much more productive if you get out there and meet people and talk to people in a job search. And so I think in a group setting, if it's the right setting and the right people and people are comfortable sharing their mistakes, you can learn a lot from that. So you don't have to make the same mistake. Exactly. And it kind of relaxes you when you have a good laugh with a group <laughs> of people that you're with. It's, oh, I did that too. Or now I know I shouldn't be doing that when, 
you you thought that's what you were supposed to be doing in the job search and you say, oh, just sitting behind answering the Indeed ads and it's great, but unless you make that connection, it's very hard to get that job or get that interview. It's also, I think, can be really bonding when people are <laughs> honest and open enough to share their mistakes and yes. everybody laughs together and you laugh at yourself and... <laughs> Because I think having a sense of humor through a job search is also really important. Yes. And it helps you not to be too stressed about it. The other thing, Katie, that has been great in the groups that I've been a part of is help with resumes, cover letters. You know, I had a basic resume <laughs> from back in college and kind of fell into my first couple of jobs. So when I went back, I had to redo my resume after having spent some time out of the workforce, I had volunteered in schools and churches and things like that, but I had no idea until I joined some of these groups how to phrase that and how to structure that in a resume. And sometimes there's experts in these or, or people just who have been through this who have great advice for how to structure your resume and then how to write a cover letter. Yeah. I was like, do I really need to do that? <laughs> so applying for the first few jobs, that cover letter really, really makes you stand out. It, it kind of tells the employer what's not on your resume. And I never really thought about it that way. But go, joining some networking groups and hearing what other people had to say and recommendations really made a difference in my, my writing. Mm -hmm. The cover letter confounds a lot of people. Yes. But you're right. It is your chance to tell your story, the things that don't pop off of your resume. So that's great that you got some good advice on that in a job search group. Mm-hmm. A job search group, importantly, can also force you to get out of the house <laughs> and be social. And we talked about job search being, can be isolating. And in my case, kind of feeling like I was the only person. So I think that's a huge benefit too of job searches. Just you got to get dressed, you got to get out of the house mm -hmm. and be presentable and, and really go for it with other people. Some are casual, some are more formal. Some of the local conferences, you dress as if you were going to a business meeting. Some of the meetups that are local, you just, you're casual, you're in your jeans and you're hanging out and you're talking to other people. My advice would be try and do a little bit of everything so that you, you know, have to, like you said, get out from behind your computer, get out of your house, get dressed and go connect with other people. And you may need to try a few groups before you find your people. So if you don't find the right group the first time, don't give up on that because I think this is really a good strategy as part of your job search. Yes. And we'll, I think we'll talk about that, especially with uh, LinkedIn groups. I mean, there's all kinds of groups out there, all kinds of local networking groups, and they may not be your people. So don't be afraid to walk away and find something else. Yeah, good point. Well, let's talk about different types of job search groups. Ellen, I know you have some thoughts on these and how people can find a job search group. Yes, there are lots of different types of job search groups locally. You can first try if you're affiliated with a church. There's a lot of career ministry groups within churches, all different denominations. And what's wonderful about those, usually they'll either meet weekly or bi-monthly or monthly. A lot of times local churches join a like an affiliate group for career networking. And you can go to the to these meetings and they'll provide speakers and experts who will talk about job search process and will present local jobs that are available. But the most important thing here is that people seem so willing to help. A personal story, my husband had been laid off several years ago, and he joined our local church career ministry group, and they met weekly at the time. 
and they brought in some great speakers. And in the meantime, while he was there, he met somebody who knew somebody. It's a whole networking thing. And he ended up getting wind of a really good job in his field, ended up taking that job and, you know, worked there for several years. Very, very happy just through a connection through church. So don't discount your churches or any other organizations locally that you may already be a part of. With the church groups too, lots of times you don't even have to be a member of the church. No. They're pretty open to anybody. So if there's a big church in your community, even if you don't attend church there, that might be a good place for you to start looking for job search. Yes, because they're really just trying to help people in the community. Meetups also. I know we both oh. like meetups. <laughs> yeah, meetups are an amazing thing that has really um, exploded over the past few years. Just Google meetups online and I think it says find a meetup group near you. And you can put in anything in that, like industry related, if you're interested in um, the accounting field, put in accounting groups, or just you could put in job seeking or job seekers, and all kinds of groups will come up in your local area. You may find, you know, if you're looking for a job in accounting, there's, you know, in in this triangle area that we're in triangle accountants, and just go and connect with people. And, you know, don't be afraid to say, I'm searching for a job right now. This is my experience. This is where I want to go. And those connections are just vital. They're they will help you big time in your job search. Yep. Hey, what do you think they talk about at an accounting meetup? <laughs> um, spreadsheets. Credits uh, and debits. <laughs> credits and debits. <laughs> I know. It wasn't wasn't my favorite part of my studies in college, but Same. some people love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we need accountants. We do. So I'm glad do. some people love it. We have a mutual friend who is actually an yes, accountant. So. Right. Right. And she's great. Yeah. Meetups also often free or sometimes they'll ask for just a few dollars to cover the cost. Great way to meet people in your field, get advice, introductions, and really easy to find. If you're coming out of college, one thing that I wanted to mention is there's a lot of young professional meetup groups. And so if you're looking for your first job or, you know, just your second job, I'm not so young anymore, but, but young, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, young professional groups uh, are a great way to go too. If you search on that in the meetups, also career transition is another phrase to put in there where you might find some really neat groups to, to join with. Maybe we could join the old professionals group. <laughs> we need to start <laughs> an old professionals group. I love that idea. <laughs> Or experienced professionals. There you go. Something like that. That sounds so much better. (laughs) But the other thing meetups do do, which is excellent, is you can also learn a new tool or something new. You know, if you knew that you want to learn something for an industry that you want to break into. I did try coding. I joined a coding meetup group and they suggested a class. And I thought, I'd be great at this. Turns out... I'm not. (laughs) But it was really interesting. And I met some really awesome people. And that led to meeting other people within, you know, the computer industry that I might want to work with in the future. So while coding was not my thing in the end, I loved learning a new skill. I can put that on my resume. So all these things are resume building. And sometimes you have to try something to figure out it's not your thing. Yes. So you <laughs> learned from that. That's good. Yes. We have other skills. <laughs> Returning to work after a career break? Let us walk you through every step of that process. The Back to Business Women's Conference on February 21st in Research Triangle Park, North Carolina was made for you. 
We've jam-packed into one day everything you need to know to get motivated and be successful in your job search. Register online at backtobusinessconference.com. Here in our area, there's a really active social media marketing meetup, mm-hmm. and they bring in speakers every week. And I've been to that one before a couple of years ago. And But talk about a great way to learn a new skill. They have somebody coming in each time to teach a new skill or a new tool. And I thought that was that's a really great way to learn. Totally free. And sometimes they even serve foods. That um, is a bonus. Yes. And just a great way to meet people who are doing, who are active in that field and, and doing cool things in that area. And they can suggest webinars and things like that that you can also do to learn more about the field that you're looking to get into. So again, targeting the industry is always a really good idea. Of course, I have to mention back to business because the growth of community was a really big goal of back to business. When I started that for women who are going back to work after a career break, We've been able to connect women who are returning to work after a career break with each other and with employers, and that's led to jobs for many of them. And then this year, I found that I'm doing a lot of connecting people in companies who want to start a returnship program with the recruiters and other companies who have recently started those programs or who are managing those. And that is just total win-win because it's great for those people to be able to connect. And the more programs we have, I think, the better here locally for women who do want to go back to work. That was sort of building a part of the community that I didn't necessarily expect or foresee when I started it. But it's it's all good for people who take time out of their careers and want to go back. That's been kind of fun for me to see that happen this year. Yeah, the returnship idea is huge, and it's really exploding in our area, a lot thanks to the conference that you started a few years ago. And I I was lucky enough to attend the Back to Business Women's Conference, and that was one of the first times that I did realize there were so many people in the same situation as me who had been out of the workforce and, again, didn't know how to move forward in learning new skills or breaking back into an industry they were in or trying to find something new that they wanted to do. And that conference kind of took you from the very beginning of exploring where you wanted to go and then gave you practical skills to do that. And then in the end, networking with companies, which was fabulous for me and for several others. In fact, we have a a mutual friend who had been job searching and really wanted to break into a specific organization. There were no job openings in the organization, and she happened to meet someone who was a presenter at one of the conferences. And they just chatted, and the person ended up working at this organization. And she said, oh, sorry, we have no job openings right now, but I'll keep you in mind. And they just kept in touch, and she was very persistent, which I think is so important when you make connections. Don't just make the connection and walk away if there's nothing right then. She was persistent in keeping in touch with her. And when a job came open, she thought of our friend, and she now has a fabulous job that she just loves going to every day. It was really a good example of pursuing the industry that you're interested in and making every connection possible and not letting them go. You know, you don't want to be a stalker. (laughs) (laughs) But she, you know, she kept the communication lines open until that job became available. I remember that. That was great. That was really fun to see. And And again, kind of a testament to the power of the group, right? Because it was a whole part in the context of this big group of women going back to work that she was able to make that connection. So 
Yeah. And um, we hear more and more stories about this, even years later after someone has attended a conference or a networking group of any kind. It may not be right away, but don't give up. Keep those connections going because in years to come, that right job opening might come up and you might be working somewhere else, but say, hey, this is what I've been looking for. And so you just never let it go. Good point. Along the line of talking about conferences, at the Back to Business conferences, we always seat women at tables with others by their zip code so that you are sitting with people who live near you. And so one woman organized everyone at her table to start a monthly group that met for lunch and to hear a speaker. And this was such a great group. It went on for over a year. The women kind of cycled out of the group as they got jobs, which was the idea. But the word had spread about that group. And so each time someone left, they were replaced with someone else who was looking for a job. And I think that's just a really good example of how you know, it doesn't take too much to start a group. You just meet a few people. You're all trying to accomplish the same thing and think you can work together to help each other. And it can really be that easy. So yeah, I think there were a few groups that broke out like that. And, and organizing by zip code was a really great idea because I know I met up with a few people at a Panera and we would just talk about our job search process and really try and help each other. And people made some really valuable connections that way. That's great. So then there's also professional associations, which often have job search groups as something that they do, sort of their giving back arm of the organization. And so here in Raleigh, the Triangle Chapter of the American Marketing Association has a job search group called Transitions Mastermind. And they bring in a speaker each month. It's a very structured group. Each meeting starts with everyone introducing themselves, as you mentioned earlier, Ellen, and you tell the group about your background and what you're looking for so others can help you and share contacts. And then, again, they have a speaker who talks about a different aspect of job search each month. It's totally free. That's a great place to look for a group if you want to join a job search group. Yeah, that's a great idea, Katie. And I think when you find something like that, you really want to go in there and be really enthusiastic and listen and learn. You know, learning is lifelong and it can always lead you to something unexpected. So make sure that you're really open to hearing what the speaker has to say and try and connecting with them after. How about some other groups, Ellen? Well, LinkedIn. I, I don't know if you want to talk about that right yeah, now. Sure. but sure. Um, Let's go there. LinkedIn has an entire group section. If you just go in and put your information in, there are some amazing enormous groups that are on LinkedIn. So if you want to get started, just go to the little search bar and put in groups. And the largest ones usually pop up. But you probably want to be a little more specific. Search on things like the industry that you're interested in. Same with meetups. For example, you can just put in keywords that will help find the right kind of group. So if you're interested in, let's say, supply chain management um, job, put in words like procurement or sourcing, and groups that are associated with those will come up. But again, it's like meetups, industry-related, job function-related. Those accountants, there's lots of accounting <laughs> groups. <laughs> Got to plug great. my accountants. <laughs> but marketing groups, I'm actually part of many groups on LinkedIn. Some are more active than others. And you can actually tell there's usually like a little gray bar that says um, very active or tells you that the group's been active lately. Those groups you can go in and out of, like we've talked before, Check it out. If it's not something that you think is going to be valuable to you, get rid of that one and move on to another one. There are thousands of groups. 
Some of them have thousands of members. Yeah, some of them are really huge. There's a great one called A Job Needed, A Job Posted. It's one of the largest groups on LinkedIn, and they are there to find out what you want to do and find the job that fits. Aside from just searching jobs on LinkedIn, these groups can provide specific jobs related to what you're interested in. There are groups that will also help you determine what you want to do if you don't know There's recruiter groups. You can join um, a group that has local recruiters, and they'll be posting jobs. There's so many ways to to get involved in groups. I'm involved in a pharmaceutical marketing group. That's what I used to do. You know, I may end up doing my travel on the side at some point and looking for a pharmaceutical marketing job, so I want to stay on top of that. And I recently discovered that LinkedIn will suggest groups for you, too. If you click on that work icon on the top menu bar, And then you click the groups icon. It will first show you the groups you're already part of. But then at the bottom, it says search other trusted communities that share and support your goals. And if you click that, it will actually recommend groups that LinkedIn thinks align with your interests. And that's based on companies you follow and keywords in your profile and your LinkedIn activity because... Pretty much they know everything about you. <laughs> they do. So, I was actually searching for jobs for, on artificial intelligence for my daughter. And now all of a sudden I'm getting all these jo- <laughs> job off, jo- not offers, but jobs listed that are artificial intelligence. And I said, that's not what I'm interested in. <laughs> that's not my thing. But they seem to know every step that I'm making. Yep, yep. And there's also alumni groups, which I think are really important to mention. You can, not only when you look at a job, you can see if someone in your university or college um, works there, which is a great connection to have. But also there are groups that are alumni networking groups for your college or university or job boards for your alumni and alumni of your university. So don't forget to check that out because there are a lot of alumni working in your area that you didn't even know about. And it's a great way to make connections. Absolutely. And I think I probably didn't realize until I worked at a university how much they really want to stay in touch with you after you graduate. So even if you graduated many years ago, your university would be really excited if you joined the alumni group, even if that's something you haven't been involved in. I just joined mine and I found some people in the area that I didn't even know had moved here. So also, on a personal level, it's very exciting to, <laughs> to find connections in your area. And you never know what might lead to the job that you're looking for. Absolutely. Oh, so, it's, so it's real important when you join these groups, if it's something that you think is going to help you, make sure that you are reading everything, learning from it, and participating in the discussions. You want to get really involved in the group, post content, post questions. If there's things you want to learn about the industry you're interested in, start asking questions. People will respond. It's amazing the connections you can make and the information you can learn just by being part of these groups. And also share what you know. So as people post questions, go in and see if there are any that you can answer and provide some helpful information. That's a good way to sort of become known as an expert inside a group if you can offer some information to help other people. Yes. And a lot of times they also post jobs. So anything posted there that you're interested in, make a connection with that group member. You want to, you know, if there's someone that says something that you're interested in, reach out to them privately on LinkedIn and, and try and connect with them and use them as a reference or even for an informational interview. 
you could say, hey, you know, I want to learn more about this or I'm interested in your company. There might not be job openings right now, but would you be interested in having a quick discussion on what's going on in, in your company? I really like that. So the groups you can learn from, but you can also use them to grow your network and meet new people. And you can also become sort of a thought leader in your group. And then you could, we talked about starting new groups. That's another thing you can do. You, If there's not a group that you really want to join or something that you're not interested in or that you're interested in that you don't see, start a new group and Absolutely. start creating your network that way. I think it's pretty easy to do on LinkedIn too. It you, is. You can just click a button and start your own group. Mm-hmm. So yeah, fascinating um, to see who joins too, <laughs> <laughs> but then you need to post some content. So be prepared. <laughs> yep. So along those lines, if you can't find a group and you want to start one, you can do that on LinkedIn. But if you want to start your own face-to-face, in-person group, there are some steps you can take that are pretty easy that will get you started doing that. First is just inviting some job seekers to join your group. And if you don't know people personally that you want to invite, you can always tap into social media like Nextdoor or Facebook or probably some really good tools for putting the word out there about your group. The next thing you might want to do is find a location where you can meet regularly And it should be pretty easy to find some free space. Coffee shops are great. Your local library probably has meeting rooms that you can use. And here in the Triangle, we have a lot of co-working spaces that are available. That's new and growing business as well. In fact, one of the places we're in right now is is a wonderful co-working space here in Cary, North Carolina. They also usually have some kind of conference space or conference room that you can use You can also tap into friends who work in companies in the area that have conference rooms that they're willing to loan out to you for, you know, a meeting. So I think it's also important to have a leader for a group. And if you're starting it, you may by default become the leader, but the leader (laughs) would do things like handle the scheduling, securing the venue, getting speakers, handle the communication with the group members. And this can be a rotating duty, or you can have one person handle it, however the group wants to make that happen. Yes, and meeting consistently is really important. I've been a part of a few groups that kind of fell apart because you need to make sure that you're always setting your next meeting date and you're always following through. Leaving it open-ended never works well with people (laughs) with busy schedules. So you want to make sure it's a consistent, we're going to meet on the second Tuesday of every month or whatever that is. You want to make sure that it's set and that you're reminding people of the meetings. Setting ground rules for the group might be helpful too as you get started. And those can be pretty simple. Things like stay positive, we're here to encourage each other, make sure that this is a give and take so you have people reciprocating with things like introductions and advice and things like that. Starting your own group is is pretty easy. It doesn't have to be complicated. It can be as simple as grabbing a few friends and deciding we're going to meet every Friday for coffee and keep each other accountable on our job searches. And that can really be very helpful as you go through this process. And you can also create some lifelong relationships that you know are very valuable personally and professionally. So here's something I read that I wanted to share from Atlassian.com. It's on the topic of the value of teams in general, and not just job search groups, but any type of team. There's research that confirms that when people work together smartly, it can unleash energy that boosts creativity, productivity, engagement, communication, and efficiency. And I feel like those are all things that you want as you're going through a job search. You want to be efficient as you go about that. 
you certainly want to be productive and be getting results. The creativity part can sort of help you think outside the box on new opportunities or companies, new ways to apply your skills. To me, that just really spoke to the value of joining a job search group and how much that can help you as you go through your job search. So to wrap up, if you are looking for a job, joining a job search group is a really great strategy. We talked about why you should join a group, things like increased motivation, accountability, access to other people's networks, and the opportunity to share your own. We talked about how to find and participate in a group on LinkedIn. Recruiters tend to hang out in these groups. Yes, they do. (laughs) Often the groups are focused on industry, so you have a really targeted audience that you can learn from. And Ellen mentioned the importance of really participating, of posting content and asking questions and connecting with other group members. And then we talked about how to start your own group if you can't find one and how easy that really can be. So Ellen, any parting thoughts? We've talked about networking is key and this is one of the best ways to network and create connections that down the road may lead to the best job that you've ever had. I always like to say that there's there's nothing wasted in job search. Correct. Right. Yes. Even things that don't feel productive today may sort of bear fruit down the road. And it's always just getting yourself out there. Sometimes, you, you know, you're in, you're in your sweatpants at home and you don't want to leave because it's a rainy night, but you never regret actually going out and doing it because there's always something to be learned and always something enjoyable that you get out of it. Absolutely. So huge thanks to Ellen Dalbo for joining me today and sharing tons of intel on how to join and participate in a job search group, either in person or online. So now that you know how, go and do it. I believe in you. Subscribe to our email list at backtobusinessconference.com for weekly job search advice. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Get a Job, Here's How podcast. You can find all the information from this episode in our show notes at www.backtobusinessconference.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please write a review so that we can reach more people. Now that you know how, go do it.